1: Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 31st year, your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who is not a doctor, and while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow.
2: Let's start with a question. What kind of jewelry does the Easter Bunny wear? Answer 14 karat gold, of course. <laughs> Welcome to a full moon Easter weekend edition of the program. We have an exciting, egg-sighting. A show for you today. And it's the snowman with you. David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time here on the program. And we thank you so very much for joining us and making us a part of your holiday weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. Today, no exception, we have Dr. Carl Zarson from the Idaho Spain, Spain, <laughs> Spine and Pain Clinic. Uh, he practices, well, he's an intervention pain specialist over there. We'll talk about all kinds of Surgical procedures, joint replacements, bionic parts, and um, what about arthritis, and spinal problems, flexibility, uh, everything having to do with your joints, tendons, ligaments, cartilage, and uh, all parts in between, and uh, some of the things that might aggravate or improve your situation. A lot of, uh, well, most of us, as we age, we uh, have, you know, twinges in the hinges, as I like to say. And uh, so uh, he'll tell us, uh, give us some tips on helping to relieve any chronic pain you may be experiencing and preventing any uh, degenerative uh, problems in the future by specific exercises, but also uh, not over-exercising because, uh, you know, it's better. Even though it's better, I always say, it's better to wear out than to rust out, but you don't want to wear out or rust out. You want to just uh, age gracefully and um, as healthfully as possible. So Dr. Carl Zars. Uh, we'll be with us in just a few short minutes after these announcements and a few of our regular weekly features. Today is National Stress Awareness Day to focus public awareness on one of the leading health problems in the world today, stress. Yes, it's the master disease. It's annually, <laughs> this is appropriate, annually they have it the first day after income taxes are due. Well, that's appropriate, uh, April 16th. Uh, speaking of taxes, did you know that in 1695, American colonies actually levied a tax on bachelors. Oh no, that's me, uh, to encourage young men to marry. Oh well, that's not me. I'm I'm an old man. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, can you imagine that a tax to uh, to encourage bachelors or single people to uh, to marry? All right. Uh, elsewhere in news, uh, healing the thyroid helps to combat COVID can revitalize a sluggish thyroid gland and that could reduce your odds of experiencing severe COVID-19 complications by 79%, according to Chinese research. Uh, that's because a healthy output of thyroid hormones is critical to maintaining an innate immune response. And that serves as the body's first line of defense against the virus. Um, and that means that people, if you have hypothyroidism, that could decrease levels of natural killer cells. And that's what fights invaders while also, it increases the levels of cytokines, which you don't want, as are the inflammatory compounds released by the immune system. So um, anyway, you want to make sure your hormones are in balance. And uh, next month in May, we will do a show on hormones and uh, how to maximize the hormones you want to uh, to get higher and uh, minimize the ones that you don't want uh, to be as high in the body, uh, namely cortisol as one as well as uh, others anyway. All right, uh, uh, speaking of uh, pain, which I mentioned, uh, Dr. Zars is going to talk about pain. Map of pain neurons may lead to more effective drugs. This is a, a new atlas of pain-sensing neurons in the body could help in the development of improved treatments for chronic pain. Uh, and chronic pain, is, def- uh, by the way, is defined as lasting more than 12 weeks, uh, which is three months or more. And uh, about half of the population of, of all adults in both the U.S. and the U.K., this was an uh, interesting information or uh, research from the U.K., uh, but uh, half of all adults have, uh, you know, they experience chronic pain, which is uh, recurring pain. And research shows that pain neurons in humans seem to be geared to responding to all kinds of pain, such as heat or mechanical pain. The researchers also looked at sex differences in the human samples and found that there are probably more differences in underlying mechanisms that promote chronic pain between male and female humans compared to, uh, say, animal models, and identifying which proteins are involved in uh, generating different types of pain, they say, is an important step toward developing new drugs and treatments, and this map, this so-called pain atlas or atlas of pain, will help researchers do just that. All right. Hey, can eggs talk to one another? This is interesting, as this is uh, Easter Sunday or Easter weekend. Uh, even before they hatch, bird embryos can register the warning calls of adults and communicate the information to other unhatched birds. Researchers exposed eggs of yellow legged uh, seagulls. Uh, to cues indicating a high risk of predation. Using experimental nests containing three eggs, the researchers removed two eggs four times a day and exposed them to alarm calls uh, from the gulls uh, before putting them back. And then uh, they had control nests that weren't subjected to the stress. Well, when the eggs hatched, the researchers noticed several differences between the groups. The chicks from the manipulated nests, those that were stressed, all hatched later, grew slower, and had higher levels of the stress hormone cortisol. How about that? And speaking of eggs, uh, with this being Easter week and a lot of you having Easter egg hunts, I just want to mention for food safety purposes, use plastic eggs for your children, uh, your different hunts, uh, which can be redeemed at a later time for uh, diet eggs. Uh, Two-hour food rule, you know, keep foods uh, either uh, below 40 degrees or over 140. And uh, if you do have them out, outside, uh, only for two hours or so, and despite the cholesterol, make sure you know breakfast eggs are a health of a lot healthier than and more nutritious than chocolate Easter eggs. So if you're going to eat eggs, eat the real ones, not the chocolate ones <laughs> this weekend, or not not as many. Um, and also, when you buy eggs, invest a little extra in the pasture raised organic eggs, not the cheap commercial varieties, because you'll get darker yolks, higher lutein and nutrients. Uh, often thicker, stronger shells. They're just better for you. They, they taste better. Often bigger, um, and um, and uh, also in the egg category, uh, if you want to um, know if an egg is cooked or not, uh, cook, uh, put a little vinegar in the water, balsamic vinegar, in the egg cooking water, and the tint uh, it'll tint the shells, so it's easy to distinguish between raw and uh, cooked eggs. All right, just a few minutes left, so let's go to the fitness file. Uh, you know, Native Americans used to do a rain dance, right, to uh, get it to rain, and so do other cultures. But uh, uh, like they say, April showers bring May flowers, and uh, this is interesting. Doing a rain walk, they say, the sights, sounds, and sense of a walk in the rain are often some of the most powerful for your senses. The colors of the ground, trees, plants, and leaves all become new shades. Air smells more fragrant and rich, depending on the location time of year, of course. But once you begin the practice of walking in the rain, you will head out at the first sign of showers. Landscape takes on new personality during rainfall, and uh, it helps to be fully aware, present, and in tune with the gift of your senses and your body. That's a good idea, you know. A rain walk is also much cooler, I might add, than doing a fire walk, which I did many years ago with Tony Robbins. All right. Okay, let's go to matters of sexual health. Could Viagra really work for women? Well, there's some new research uh, or thoughts on this. Uh, As you know, Viagra works for men with erectile dysfunction by increasing blood flow to the organs and genitals. Uh, And um, so for weak orgasms in women, a common concern in perimenopausal women, especially uh, due in part to uh, lack of blood flow to the genitals, Viagra could help. Uh, Now, the FDA has not approved its use for for this, but... um, Uh, Some doctors are now doing off-label prescriptions. Low doses prescribed off-label can help, Uh, so talk to your doctor because Viagra, as you may know, can interact with other medications. All right, let's uh, finally go to the um, uh, Funny Bone Pharmacy. You know, I was shopping yesterday at the mall, and I discovered a sugar store, of all things. Everything at the store was malt, mostly sugar. Every kind of candy. And then they had breakfast cereals that had even more sugar than the ones in the grocery stores. Uh, one brand stated, no need to pick through the cereal to get to the marshmallows. The whole box was marshmallows. And then I remember there was a package of chocolate-covered gummy bears, which are you know, virtually pure sugar. Uh, but the one that really took the cake was this product, which I bought for the purpose of, of sharing with you, the listeners only. I'm not going to eat it. Muscle Malt Balls. Mostly sugar, plenty of fat, heavy carbs, Uh, not vegan. I mean, this is like cheat day. Diet starts tomorrow. Candy doesn't judge. Chow down, bulk up. All right. That's it for the Funny Bone Pharmacy. Stay tuned for Dr. Carl Zars on spinal health and much more on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. I'm David Snow. Stick around if you want to stay healthy.
3: Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy.
4: Want to get at the core issues that make weight loss so difficult? Try PGX from Natural Factors. This revolutionary product is clinically shown to help people achieve their ideal body weight in a safe, natural way. PGX helps you feel full for hours, dramatically reduces the glycemic index of any food, and improves the action of insulin. If you've ever tried to lose weight and failed, you need the tremendous support of PGX. Learn more at PGX.com.
1: Since 70% of your immune system is in your gut, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function, not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress, and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up with the Medical Strength Probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with this specific Gut friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent protected delivery system has garnered Therilac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio cleansing effects, and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Therilac.com. Master supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Hey, we are excited
2: to ju- to have you join us on this Easter weekend edition of the program, David Snow on your radio. More stimulating talk radio without the caffeine. Who needs something in your cup to wake up when you have us on your radio and here to give us some stimulating information about your spine and uh, all other body parts is Dr. Carl Zars. He is. Uh, Well, he's an intervention pain specialist, and he practices uh, regenerative medicine at the Idaho's uh, pain, excuse me, spine and pain clinic. Slow down, David. I'm so excited myself. Uh, But uh, he uh, also does minimally invasive surgical procedures and has an entire menu of services and the treatment of various conditions that affect, well, all parts of the body, neck pain, back pain. Uh, We'll be discussing you weekend warriors out there. Maybe you're exercising like you did when you were younger. (laughs) And uh, you're wondering why you have more pain today than you uh, than you used to as a as a child or as an adult or an adolescent. And um, and we're also going to address couch potatoes and maybe why you should be out there exercising more, but maybe not as much as those weekend warriors. So we'd like to welcome him to the Doctor Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Doctor Zars. How the health are you?
0: I'm doing great, David. I'm very excited to be here with you today, and looking forward to. Uh educating some of your uh,
2: listeners. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we we have all the, the entire spectrum uh, from the uh, couch potatoes all the way to the not only weekend warriors, but competitive athletes and some of the uh, older folk that are still maybe working out, and uh, you advise against this, but uh, maybe working out the same way that they were when they were younger and also doing the same exercises, such as running and high-impact sports. And let's get right into that. Now, exercising as we get older uh, you have a few red flags that you wave uh, for people that you know keep moving uh, the way they were 10, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, what do you mean by taking an inside-out anatomical approach?
0: So anyone that's been physically active, especially early in their life, they're almost guaranteed to have some sort of injury early on that they're dealing with later in life. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe that's a shoulder dislocation. Uh, maybe they've had some knee surgeries in the past. Uh, maybe they've got some back issues. And so, uh, you know, I think a lot of people think, well, I want to be physically strong and active, so I'm thinking about my muscles and my tendons. But, you know, as we get uh, older, we want to take more of an inside-out approach and and really take a deep dive into, you know, if I have a shoulder injury, what exactly is going on in there? And then most of the time, it's some sort of uh, injury to the cartilage or, or to the surface of that joint, and so that's your weak point maybe in your knee, you've had some work done there and, and you don't have the same cushion that you did before.
5: Mm-hmm. And so
0: it's really important to be mindful of, you know, what is my weak point that I need to be mindful of? And right. It doesn't mean that I need to be inactive. It doesn't mean I need to uh, be less healthy. You just have to take a, a different strategic approach. And mm-hmm. so, you know, whatever your issue is, take that time to really dive into understanding what it is. And, and you know, the, the fact is it's often one, two or three things. So it's not a really technical issue. And then once you know what that is, you tailor your exercise program around that so that you're not angering that old injury, you're not making it worse, but you're getting the, the exercise benefits uh, that, that you want in the long run.
2: Now, let me take issue with, with you uh, just regarding high-impact sports, though, Dr. and That is, you know, you've probably seen the research on uh, running, for instance. Uh, runners have a mm-hmm. uh, higher bone density uh, less incidence of uh, osteoporosis, and and you need the weight-bearing exercises such as running and walking and you know hiking and and uh, where you're going to stress the joints or, or the uh, the bones rather uh, versus mm-hmm. swimming. I mean, they have found some benefits, but very uh, you know it, it, it's mild in comparison to the uh, the dramatic benefits that you get from impact or weight-bearing exercises. So what, I mean, isn't there a balance where you can still do those exercises, maybe maybe just back off on them, but still, uh, like, I'm almost 70 and I, you know, I've run all my life and I, I can't imagine giving up running completely, but, you know, I have backed off. I, I don't run as fast and I don't run as for as long uh, a distance, but um, you're saying that you, you don't recommend running at all in older age or what?
0: Well, n- not not a lot. Now I think what which you're bringing up a great point in that bone health is extremely important, and uh, one the, the bones are only going to get denser if it sees a stressor outside of what it normally does. So mm-hmm. one of the ways to do that is with impact exercises because that impact is sending a signal to the bone, hey, it's being stressed, uh, and now we need to lay down some more some more density, and that's that's good for our bones. But the the caveat to that is this, your joint surface is damaged in some way, there's no way to strengthen the muscles around that joint to take away the forces that are impacting that joint surface itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what you can do is you can do uh, other resistance exercises. So take, for example, a leg extension on a machine. If you do a leg extension and hold that extension in its contraction and then let it down very slowly and then extend again and hold the isometric contraction and let it down slowly, you're putting a tremendous amount of strain on the femur and the tibia but you're not banging on that joint.
5: Oh. And so that
0: would be an example of, of, of a good way to do it. Oh, um, really? okay. Let's say, yeah, let's, let's say, uh, you're, you're, you're 80 or 90, uh, and maybe you haven't done a push up in a long time. Just, just getting up against the wall and, and, and bending down to a 90 degree and feeling that strain on your upper arm and your lower arm and doing just some reps like that. I mean, that, that in itself could go a long way in increasing the density of, of the upper extremity.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and and leg press would be another one. So you can get in the leg press and you can press, uh, you know, out to extension and then go very slowly on the back and then hold that isometric contraction at the bottom and then extend your leg. You're putting a lot of strain on all those bones throughout that movement, but you're preserving the joint surface itself, Uh, or maybe, maybe it's a generative disc disease issue you have too, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, you could certainly do slow leg press with that, but it's it's not going to be the same as, let's say, jumping and and taking that hard vertical load um, that could affect those weak points in your body.
2: And what about jumping to conclusions? Does that count? Or, uh... um,
0: when you <laughs> take conclusions, meaning, uh, tell, tell I, me what you mean by
2: I, that. I, I'm just kidding. No, jumping to conclusions and pushing, pushing your luck.
0: <laughs> I didn't know if that was a way of... Uh, a special way of jumping that you're describing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, jumping would be the same thing. So, you know, I, I agree completely that bone density is, is really important. Okay. But you just have to kind of shift your mindset right. and, um, and do those resistance exercises. And, you know, one of the most devastating injuries I see are people that they work their lower bodies, maybe they run, but they're never really doing upper body. Yes.
2: That, yeah. or, mm-hmm. that was and, I, I and was and guilty fall. of that for decades. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they have a fall and, and instead of hurting their shoulder, they'll break their humerus mm-hmm. or their upper arm into multiple pieces. And that's oh, a, yes. a devastating injury that that never is the same afterwards. So it's really important to, to not just think about your lower body, but your your body as a whole when when working towards improving your bone health with
2: resistance exercises. Yeah, no doubt about that, Dr. Zars. And we mustn't forget about pushaways. That's pushing yourself away from the table before the seconds and third helpings.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's another that's program.
2: Hey, uh, we need to take a bottom-hour station break, and I have many more questions for you, Dr. Zars. If you're just joining us, Dr. Carl Zars is my guest from the Idaho... <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to c- combine the words... Spine and Pain, Spine, Spain, (laughs) Uh, Idaho's Spine and Pain Clinic in Meridian, Idaho, uh, where he practices regenerative medicine. He's an intervention pain specialist. We'll talk about other parts of the body that you need to pay attention to as we get older. Uh, And when we come back, we'll talk about arthritis and uh, exercising through painful conditions. Is it no pain, no gain? Should you really exercise if you're feeling pain in that hip, knee, shoulder Arm, joint, wrist, whatever. And then what about flexibility exercises? I'm going to ask him about yoga and uh, why he thinks that building up the joint capsules is more important than building up your muscles. So much more information to come here on The Healthiest Hour on Radio. So stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues.
0: You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol.
6: Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's XLEAR.com.
2: Snow, snow, snow,
6: snow, snow. snow.
2: That's right, it is David Snow on your radio. Welcome back to The Cure for the Common Radio Show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins, I might add. And uh, here to dispense some verbal vitamins to us about our joints and tendons and ligaments and cartilage and spine is Dr. Carl Zars from the Idaho Spine and Pain Clinic. Hey, I nailed it that time. (laughs) And uh, we welcome him back to the show. Uh, Dr. Zars, let's talk about specific exercises um you know there's CrossFit I heard that they have more more uh, uh court cases and and uh, the, the um litigation uh on that you know and nothing against CrossFit for sure uh, I mean they provide a valuable service of uh, for people wanting to exercise but they do have um, over the years have had many uh, lawsuits apparently allegedly because of uh, of their workout routine and then there of course there's the HIIT the high intensity interval trainings um and you know others uh, can do you care to comment on that or would you rather uh, Yeah,
0: absolutely. There? So cr- CrossFit was it, it has been phenomenal for my business. I mean <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, good in, for, uh, for uh, penis, yeah. Oh my god, it's just it's it's yeah and, and it's it, and it comes back to that same concept that, you know, all of us might have a, a weak point in our bodies
5: mm-hmm. and
0: by doing box jumps or deadlifts or power cleans, we're going to, we're going to manifest that quickly. And and so that's, that's where, um, you know, we need to modify, not, not in exercise less intensely, but just modify what we're doing and how we're doing it. And you brought up high intensity interval training, which is one of my favorite ways to exercise. And if, if you look at all forms of exercise with your body, whether you're going for strength or bone density or improving your heart and lung capacity, you have to put your body in a zone that is outside of its comfort zone. Right. There has to be a stimulus to the body and the brain to say, all right, we're not meeting its needs. we got to improve here. And so that's where high-intensity interval training is, is great, and and I like it because you don't have to do a, lot, a long, long set of it. I mean, I I, I believe 20 minutes of interval training is plenty to improve your cardiovascular health, and and it's easy to do. And there are, uh, so you get an interval timer, and they're available uh, on apps. Uh, they're free, or you can get your own. And the simplest way to do it is to set a thirty seconds on, thirty second off timer for twenty rounds, and then you know pick some sort of low impact exercise that you can do, but you can do at high intensity for those thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. So for me, one of my favorites is an elliptical, right? And and I'll I'll start at an easy rate at thirty for thirty seconds, and then as soon as the timer hits, I bump it up to fifteen, and then I push myself as hard as I can for those thirty seconds. And I should be really breathing hard and really gassed by the end of the thirty seconds. And then when that timer flips, I drop the intensity back down, and then I let my body kind of clear the lactic acid and clear that anaerobic uh, buildup. Mm-hmm. And then the thirty seconds comes again, and then you and then you can push yourself and and. So I think that's one of the most useful ways for people to, to get that cardiovascular workout, not have to spend an hour, uh, and, and do it in a, in a way that's not going to impact the joint. So you've got, you've got ellipticals, you've got, uh, stationary spin bikes, uh, you can do it on your own bike, you know, whether you're on flats or hills, um, and just be creative with it, but, but being mindful of, of whatever you know, joint or spine issue you have and just work around it. You know, it's okay to have some soreness, but if you're getting very focalized, intense pain in that area, then maybe you need to modify what you're doing.
2: And if I could just add, Dr. Zars, that uh, since the exercises you just mentioned have to do with equipment and technology, don't forget nature and, you know, swimming and hiking yeah, and being out in nature mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily need to even have it. Well, you could have a watch maybe uh, to time to see mm-hmm. how many minutes you're going, but uh, you know, just being, getting out of breath, being breathless and, and for a period of time. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be so regimented because a lot of people, if they don't uh, say if they can't do 20 minutes, they oh I'll just, I'll just, you know, blow it off and, and not do it at all. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, I, as I always say, movement is like money, a little is better than nothing, more is better than less and uh, so and most people don't do enough uh, in the way of physical activity. Now what about swimming since that's kind of the perfect exercise, isn't it, it uses it's exercising all your muscles and yet it doesn't have uh, you know you don't impact the joints uh, adversely. Uh, what's your uh, opinion is that uh, on that as Oh a, yeah dr.
0: Yeah, swimming is great. I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal exercise. It's working your whole body. Um, I just, I'm not a good swimmer. So <laughs> that's the only okay. reason I, I'm not All a All right. The truth I'm not comes out. At for swimming. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I think it's phenomenal. It's a great thing. And then you can mix it up. You know, you can do just lower body with a, with a paddle board up top, or you right. can, you know, lock your legs together and just do upper body if you want to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just do one lane down hard, really as hard as you can. And then maybe, maybe a little lighter on the way back. But, Uh That's a phenomenal exercise. If I could get everyone to do more of it, I certainly
2: would. Yeah, and we're getting into the swimming season uh, when the water's warmer and uh, people are out and about and going on vacation, whether it's uh, in the pool or oceans. Um, uh, But, yeah, I I just wanted to uh, put that in there. And usually we do a a show on swimming uh, right around Memorial Day weekend, which is kind of the unofficial launch of summer, uh, to get people uh, in tune with uh, swim, you know, water safety, and as well as the uh, health benefits of swimming. Anyway, just want to mention that. Okay, uh, now uh, on the other side of things, uh, as far as other popular sporting activities, tennis and golf come to mind, but those are asymmetrical, and so there are some problems with that, aren't there? Uh, from an orthopedic standpoint, uh, there is. As, yeah. yeah. So if you could get, I mean, into I think that. they're
0: great activities. Yeah, for getting out there and, and getting your heart rate going, but you know. I do have some colleagues that, oh, I I played 18, and that's my workout. It's it's decent, but you're right. It's an asymmetric movement. Uh, I'd like to, you know, nothing wrong with playing golf. I love golf, but definitely want to see uh, an exercise routine that, that works your body symmetrically, upper body, lower body, uh, as well as some, some flexibility in there, and then getting your heart rate up into that anaerobic zone. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times those activities really don't get you up in the anaerobic zone. They're fun. I think they're awesome, um, but definitely don't just rely on those for your for your physical uh, activity.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. Uh, and and the good thing I was going to mention about swimming, which I forgot, uh, is that it's resistance and aerobic exercise. I mean, it's, it's working, yep. you know, uh, it, it's kind of like being in the weight room or at the gym, but because of the resistance aspect of it, the, the water, and then, uh, but you're also getting the aerobic or um, cardiovascular workout as well. Now, uh, let's shift gears and talk about Exercising through painful conditions—if you have uh, painful hips or knees, as you mentioned earlier, shoulder pains—you mm-hmm. uh, know that's a big problem. Uh, what what is what are the guidelines there from a doctor's point of view?
0: So, if if you have an injury that is sore in the beginning, and when you work out and you get blood flow to the area, and you're active and it feels better, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Oh, so that that. You know, a lot of people with early arthritis or arthritis, they're stiff, they don't feel good, but they say, "Doc, when, once I get on the bike and get blood moving, I feel oh. great. Uh-huh. It feels good afterward. Okay, that's that's a good guideline that you're doing the right thing. That's that's kind of working through the pain. That's good. If you have a a, a painful area, like I had a a lady that was a crossfit lady that has a labral tear mm-hmm. in her hip, and every time she would do a far lateral lunge, she would pinch that labral mm. and. She'd say, you know, I was, I, I'm okay to start, but I'm doing my lunges, and God, by the end, I'm just lit up, and I can barely stand on it, and I can barely move. That's an indication that you're straining an injury and you're making it worse, and and that's that's where you got to modify your activity. It's like so the it patient,
2: is- it's like the patient that comes to the doctor. Doctor, it hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that yeah. then. You know? <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> don't don't do that then. Um, yeah. And then in general, uh, so diffuse soreness that goes away that's okay oh. but a very pinpoint pain that gets worse and more focalized
5: mm-hmm. that's
0: telling you that you're you're doing an activity that is aggravating a specific injury and you could be making it worse mm-hmm. so in, in those two broad terms I think you're uh, you, you know you can use those as a guide I guess the, the other one would be, if you have a lot of burning type pain, that's sort of non-specific, that doesn't improve with exercise, that's that's also something you want to kind of get a get a hold of and figure out. You know, what's the uh-huh. root of this, this problem, and, and how do I need to modify my, my right.
2: exercise routine? Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, as I, I might add too, from our previous discussion before the break, and that is uh, you were talking about things that come back to haunt you. You know, when you're active as a as a younger adult, and then uh, mm-hmm. and your older age, you you have those same uh, you know the old sports injuries. Uh, it, it reminds me of when I I've gone to every ten year cl- high school class reunion, and you, get, you know the the football stars of of our year of, of graduation, <laughs> they're the ones that are limping around at the at the high school oh, yeah. reunion. You know, and uh, so uh, they were uh, the, you know they were early. Uh, they peaked early in their life as far as uh, sports and, and physical accomplishments, but then, like you said, they paid the price later on, and so that's unfortunate uh, for those people. Yeah yeah now uh, sure. when we uh, let's see uh, we have a couple of minutes before the break uh, uh, another minute, so let me squeeze in one more question here, and uh, let's talk about bionic bodies <laughs> or bionic joints and okay. and other parts because and by the way, I, I was thinking of this last night I, I thought well I'll, I'll ask him about you know joint replacement and everything and then it reminded, it reminded me of when I interviewed uh, i don't know if you remember the TV show the Bionic Woman. You remember? Oh yeah, that? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to know Lindsay Wagner, and I had her. We had her on the show. We did a whole show with her. Uh, many, many years ago. This was a couple decades ago. But uh, I had the Bionic Woman on. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, now that she, I guess she's in her seventies now, so maybe she has a few bionic joints herself in real life. But uh, anyway, uh, do you? Uh, Tell us about joint replacements, the latest technology, and how can people avoid it? Uh, I mean, you don't want to have to have it, obviously, but uh, it can be a godsend uh, to relieve pain. And, and uh, if joints are completely disintegrated or degenerated, uh, it, give us some, uh, some information on that.
0: Sure. So I think one of the most important concepts is that try not to focus too much on what your x-ray shows focus on what your body's telling you. Oh. So I'll have patients who have really bad looking x-rays and I'll ask them how they feel. I say, I'm pretty stiff, but once I get moving, I, I feel good. It doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. And then I'll have people with relatively not so bad, but they're they're told that they're bone on bone. And so they have in their mind, I'm bone on yeah, bone. Right. I fix this. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case because if you can have a very damaged joint, but as long as the joint capsule itself is, uh, you've, you've been stretching hard and keeping it loose and you have enough synovial fluid in there, then you're not banging those two surfaces together. And, and you can often live uh, without needing a joint replacement. So oh, I, I had my ACL and my meniscus removed when I was 16 years old whoa. Uh, and told that, yeah, and told that I was going to have to have a knee replacement by that time I was 40. My gosh. So I just crested 50 and I don't have knee pain. Now oh. I stretch it like crazy. I mean, I hang uh-huh. from an inversion table. I sit on my heels every day. I'm I'm, I'm making sure that joint capsule is open and allows for enough synovial fluid, and I don't beat on it. Mm-hmm. But I've been able to maintain for the long time. But it doesn't look normal. If you you wouldn't need an X-ray, you could just look at it and say, "Whoa, there's there's something uh-huh. wrong with that knee compared to the other one." Um, but if you do have arthritis and you've tried everything and you're physically active and it's just very focal pain and nothing has helped, then then a joint replacement is absolutely a you know a, a great thing for you. Just being mindful that these these typically have a lifespan of about 20 years. So if you're in your 40s, there's real value into trying to push that down the road as much as you can. Oh, right.
2: Yeah.
0: Revising those is, is a very difficult thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, because as you yeah, get older, little...
2: things don't heal as fast, uh, as quickly. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and it's a big operation to get a revision on a on a knee or a hip. So, you know, if you've got bad arthritis and you've pushed it till you're in your early 60s and you need a knee replacement, I don't think that's a bad thing at all.
2: All right. Okay, on that note, we need to take one last break so I can keep asking you more questions, Dr. Zars. And when we come back, I want to ask you about flexibility exercises such as yoga, what your opinion is of that, as well as some antioxidant supplements and supplements for the joints, whether it be uh, glucosamine, which is a popular joint supplement, uh, MSM, of course, vitamin C helps collagen formation and repair of the joints, uh, and uh, HA, hyaluronic acid, which is what the... uh, I believe Synvisc is made of hyaluronic acid. The uh, uh, joint, uh, the injections that uh, orthopedists give uh, patients. So we'll cover that. Oh, and I want to ask you, since you mentioned inversion tables, I used to have inversion boots, uh, but they, that really stresses your your ankles. And uh, what, what about that as well as foam rollers? I see people at the gym using those all the time. We'll get. Dr. Zarsa's opinion on that. Much more information to come here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio, so don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio.
3: Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now, our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy
1: your colon, something you don't usually think about unless it's causing problems like irregularity, constipation, gas and bloating, or diarrhea after taking antibiotics. For true relief, you need to protect and strengthen your colon with targeted probiotic support. True Bifido contains a powerful dose of probiotics with 5 bifidobacteria strains that help balance the immune system, promote colon health, and improve digestive comfort. Why True Bifido and not the countless other probiotics on the market? First, it's from Master Sub- the makers of Theralac, the fastest acting medical strength probiotic available. That means Trubifido has the same patented delivery and stimulation as Theralac for fast results. Remember, choosing the right strains, delivering them alive, and stimulating their growth are the keys to an effective probiotic. So if you're looking to improve the health of your colon, look no further than the refrigerated section of your nearest natural food store for Trubifido, the probiotic colon formula that works. Is
4: getting a good night's sleep a challenge? Fortunately, there's a superior fast-acting sleep formula called Tranquil Sleep from Natural Factors. This non-habit-forming supplement contains a unique combination of melatonin, 5-HTP, and L-theanine, which works in harmony with your body's natural sleep hormones tranquil sleep can help you fall asleep stay asleep sleep sounder and wake up refreshed all without feeling drowsy in the morning the key benefit comes from increasing the time spent in the deeper stages of sleep it's only in these deeper levels of sleep that we truly experience the rejuvenation regeneration and recuperation that sleep provides even if you think you get a good night's sleep give tranquil sleep a try You might be surprised with how much better you've slept by waking up with more energy and enthusiasm to start your day. Learn more at naturalfactors.com.
2: Welcome back to the show, David Snow on your radio. Hey, a reminder, our show does rebroadcast tonight on the station you're listening to right now at the same time as the morning show. So if it's uh, 9 a.m. you're listening to us uh, in the morning, it's 9 p.m. at night, 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. You just, uh, 12 hours later, we're on in the evening on the station you're listening to at this present time. So, oh, and also you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com, that's D-O-C-T-O-R healthradio.com for all the previously aired shows. Uh, My guest, if you're just joining us, is Dr. Carl Zars. Uh, Dr. Zars, is there a website people can go to for more information on what you do?
0: Yes, it's uh, drzars.com. So that's D-R-Z-A-R-S-E.com. And uh, we've got a lot of uh, information and videos on what we're talking about today, and a whole lot
2: more. Great, great. And, you know, since you deal with pain, uh, before I ask you some of the questions that I have, uh, here's some interesting information from the journal Pain. They say words really can hurt you. Just hearing and or saying words associated with discomfort, such as hurting, crampy, or excruciating, can intensify the perception of pain in both children and adults, uh, so the bottom line yep. is watch your vocabulary and you know it it brings to mind whenever i go to the dentist uh, the the p word is not allowed in dental offices as you know you know it's it's i guess uh, code they speak in code it's like, you'll feel a little pinch You'll feel a little prick, a little prick, or a little pain, a little (laughs) pressure, but not the not the four letter word P A I N. (laughs) You never never hear that in the dentist office. Anyway, all right. So uh, many more questions, and we only have a limited amount of time. So let's get right back to it. Uh, Spinal problems are are the most commonly related spinal problems, uh, having to do with degenerative uh, degenerated discs, or uh, what what is the most common age related uh, spine problem?
0: Yeah, so so that's a great question because oftentimes people are solely focused on that disc, and this is another area where I encourage people not to read their MRI, MRI report. It's,
5: oh, it's scare, really? you. Hmm. scare you! oh yeah. every
0: Everybody has normal degenerative changes happening to the disc, really starting at about 30, so it's really a matter oh of... Oh my God, your you're symptoms. depressing
2: us. Come on, Doc. Oh, yeah. no,
0: <laughs> is, I know, I know. This is normal stuff, though. So it's really about your symptoms. So the, the most common cause of, of back pain, of just straight-up back pain, is, uh, you know, as the disc settles a little bit, the, the facet joints start to kind of grind on one another in the back. And mm-hmm. the facets are knuckles of the spine. And those are very common causes of, of low back pain. Um, and the second, when we talk about the disc, the main concern with the disc is, is if the disc bulges or if it ruptures and starts pressing on a nerve. Uh. So that's what we call sciatica, or it comes down the cheek and into the calf or into the foot. And that's that's when we got to be concerned about the disc and its role on on pinching the nerve. But those are by far the, the two most common causes is the disc and its impingement on the nerves as they exit or the facet joints and, and some wear and tear that starts to develop and, and giving you that back.
2: Okay, so let me ask you, Dr. Zartz, what's your opinion of chiropractic medicine? Because that's what they kind yep. of specialize in.
0: It is, and I and I think it has a great role. I think chiropractic medicine does a really good job of mobilizing the joint capsules around the facet joint, mm. and, and just like we were talking about before, where you know if you have an arthritic joint, but you can mobilize that joint capsule and get some space in there, then you've got synovial fluid that can keep it lubricated and, and keep those surfaces from rubbing on one another. And I think that's a very key role that chiropractic medicine does is uh, mobilizing those facet joints. You know, in the thoracic region, the C spine, and the lumbar spine. I think where things can be problematic is if someone does have a disc bulge or a fragment sticking out on a nerve, and you rotate the spine, you mm. are you are narrowing the spine in that area. So right. that, that could be a situation where it worsens. But I, you know, I work. I, I have great relationships with a lot of chiropractors, and they're very mindful to that. If if they're mm. showing symptoms of radiculopathy or a pinched nerve, they'll send them on or get images and and work around that. So I think they they, they provide a very valuable service.
2: All right. Now you mentioned earlier. Building up the joint capsules is that are those some of the exercises you you alluded to in, earlier in the show um, versus building up your muscles just by you know lifting barbells dumbbells or weights or doing body yeah. weight exercises so flexibility yeah
0: and I think flexibility is key and it's just something that you know as we we get older you want to not think about just keeping your muscles loose but you really want to push yourself to that end range of motion so that the joint capsule itself is being stretched to allow for more space and more synovial fluid, you know, we spend our lives sitting, standing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's always a vertical compression type thing and and your body's always remodeling. So if if you're, if you're always in a situation of standing and sitting and not stretching, those joint capsules are going to remodel over time and that space is going to become narrower and narrower. Mm. And now those two joint surfaces are in close proximity and have a more chance to be rubbing on each other to cause damage and so anything we can do to to pull ourselves apart and to increase that joint space is key. So I'll give you one example. I, I have a, I have a patient that has a very bad hip. He's 52 years old, uh-huh. and uh, he's going to need a hip replacement. I said, are you still doing your physical therapy? And he's like, no, 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 I'm getting it replaced. Oh, and he <laughs> brought up the point with me that it's imperative to do that therapy up to the point of the surgery because it keeps that joint capsule as oh. large as possible. Uh-huh. So that's going to allow his implant to fit better. And then Mm -hmm. his recovery is going to be much better afterwards because they've got more room to work with as opposed to having a super tight,
2: contracted joint. Precisely. Yeah, good point there. And so yoga you do highly recommend for most people?
0: Yes, I think it's a great, great thing to add to the repertoire.
2: Absolutely. All right. Now, uh, your uh, medical practice uh, deals uh, partially with uh, spinal Stenosis. Uh, Is that also a function of aging? And does everybody eventually have that, just like you say, they have degenerated discs?
0: Yes. Yeah. Spinal stenosis is kind of a grab bag term for basically the disc is settling and broadening out. The joints are enlarging and kind of crowding the nerve root, and the three together sort of cause narrowing in in the spine. Mm -hmm, Um, But but back to what we were talking about, any kind of, you know, we can keep our weight low, uh, we keep our core strong and we keep those, uh, you know, joint capsules flexible, we're going to maximize our chances of of not having that being symptomatic, and and we can live with it, even though it's there.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you mentioned weight. I meant to mention that earlier. Uh, As far as obesity, you know, two-thirds of our population here in America is either overweight or obese, and, uh, and that puts so much more uh, uh, stress on the joints, especially the knee joints, right? Which is why isn't aren't knee joints the number one joint replacement in America, or is it some other?
0: You know, I type? I don't know the stats currently, but it's a, yeah, it's extremely common. Yeah. Um, but you know, the other thing to think about when you when you've got a large midsection and you've got that belly hanging out. It causes a big curve in the lower spine. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and that bangs on those joints and it causes things to slip and it, it, it just causes a cascading effect. So mm-hmm. anything we can do to keep our body weight down where it needs to be is, is, is really beneficial.
2: All right. Uh, once more, we're going to shift gears to supplements for joints and tissue. I know that you are progressive in that regard, which I, I commend you for. Uh, and that you actually recommend certain supplements. Uh, now, what what type of supplements for the joints do you recommend? Is it the run of the mill glucosamine, MSM, vitamin C, things like that, or do you have any? Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I yeah, I'm not aware of any kind of. I, I haven't run across anything that's really been a game changer. But I think the glucosamine and vitamin C are, are key. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I take them on a regular basis. Um, you know, as well as just sort of a an overall health. You know, uh, supplementation with a multivitamin, and then, and then I'm also, you know, always focusing on the the supplements that optimize the immune system because that yes. that's the system that targets inflammation. That's right. Uh, early precancerous cells, and and I'm, I'm laser focused on that from an anti aging
2: standpoint. Good, good, good. And does your website have some information on that?
0: It sure does. Yeah, okay. it talks about the the top uh, supplements uh, that I, that and what they do and why they're important and. Oh God! Covers a whole variety. Of
2: All right, topics. and uh, lastly, let's uh, finish the uh, end the show with a few questions on home therapies. Now, you mentioned earlier inversion tables, and that you do those. Uh, I, I back in the eighties, if you remember, inversion boots were <laughs> were popular, and I used to hang from. I'd go to the monkey bars at a school, or uh, you know, pull up her uh, chin up bars, and you know, they had those hooks on the boots, and and then the rubber. Uh, You you strap, you snap them in and around your ankles, and you hang upside down. You're totally inverted. But after a while, of course, maybe I did it too long, and uh, and my ankles would really be sore afterwards because they're supporting you know 150 pounds or whatever your weight is. And uh, so, Mm -hmm. what's your opinion of that? I mean, the inversion table does much the same thing, but without the stress on those. Two joints, right, or, or that part of them. Uh,
0: it money? it does, but um, the nice thing about them is they're they're designed in a way that you can start slow and, and work ahead. So mm-hmm. there's often a strap that you can attach to where you can lock in in at 30 degrees. Yes,
5: right, and then mm-hmm.
0: at 60, and then and then get up to 90 degrees, you know, to a full inverted. Um, and, and I just recommend to my patients to you know start slow. Um, I, I recommend that they hold that that inverted position, whether that's at 30, 60, or 90, for anywhere from 90 seconds to two minutes. Um, It should feel good. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable. Uh, You should feel it in your ankles, in your knees, in your hips, in your back. But as soon as you start getting that uneasy feeling like, hmm, that's just kind of feeling like it's a little too much, that's when you should sit up, give your body a break, do some other uh, stretches, some light hamstring stretches. And I would recommend doing two to three sets on that inversion table. But I think there's a few devices that can pull your ankles and your knees and your hips apart like an inversion table. But just go slow. Don't uh-huh. don't uh, don't don't flip upside down and try to hang there for ten minutes. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> but I think it's a it's a great great tool, and I I have bulk a, a ton of my patience on on an inversion oh, Good
2: table. good yeah. And those uh, Swiss gymnastic balls, the the rubber the big rubber balls that you can arch your back on, those are good too. You know, you see them at the gyms. Uh, my gym mm-hmm. has has a few. Those are good. And then uh, and of course I used to do headstands. I can still do a headstand, but I can never. Do a handstand. I, I see guys at the gym doing handstands as well as headstands. And uh, it's like, oh, my God, you know, that, you got to really have some upper body strength for that. But that's uh, that's another program. Oh, what about the foam rollers? I see a lot of guys uh, and, and women at the gym as well uh, using the foam rollers. Is that therapeutic?
0: It is. It's it's a great tool. It's That's more to a soft tissue and, yeah. and keeping the fascia soft. And, and if you have trigger points in your muscles, you know, basically you kind of roll on that thing on the length of the muscle. When you, when you hit your hot spot, you sort of go back and, and kind of do small rolls over that hot spot until you feel it released and then span out over the, the length of the muscle. But I think it's a, a great way to just soften up, you know, any of those kind of trigger points or, or painful points in the soft tissue.
2: Okay, two, two last quick questions, and then because uh, we're up against the clock, Dr. Hazars, and uh, that is the TENS units, uh, those uh, uh, battery-operated uh, TENS uh, stimulation units. Are, do you Are you in favor of those?
0: Yes, especially for any kind of nerve pain, uh-huh. any kind of nerve damage. Uh, Does you know? You basically span the two patches across the area of, of interest. Uh, turn it up until it's comfortable. Uh, as soon as it's uncomfortable, turn it back. And and it's great for increasing blood flow, uh, decreasing nerve type pain. And it's a uh, it's they're cheap now. They're like thirty dollars on Amazon. And, mm-hmm. and don't don't forget about units They can really help.
2: All right, last question: Theracane. I haven't heard of that, but you uh, you're. Uh... Uh, your people told me about it, uh, one of your assistants uh, told me, Thera- Theracane, uh, tell us about yeah, what so, that is.
0: So Theracane, it's a, it's a, it's a plastic uh, device that basically allows you to to uh, deeply massage any point on your neck.
2: Uh, oh, and yes, low-back. yes. Okay, now I know. And I
0: uh, it's just so hard to get other people, you know, if you can't make it to a massage therapist. Sometimes you just have a hot spot that you just need to get pressure on and, and rake across it and get it to, to release. And I have a TheraCane in my procedure suite, and I use it almost every day. I, I kind of hit that point in the day where I start getting spasm in my right upper back. I pull that thing off the shelf and All give right. myself a couple rounds and, and keep going. So, and then so that, don't don't forget about that. Yeah. That's a very useful one. And that
2: could uh, keep you from having to use a walking cane. <laughs> use the TheraCane instead, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't thank you enough, Dr. Zars. Uh, give us your website one more time for people tuning in late, please.
0: Yes, it's drzars.com, D-R-Z-A-R-S-E.com. We've got a whole bunch of educational material, on uh, supplements, exercises, uh, dealing with pain, staying healthy, uh, even in the face of a chronic injury, and
2: hopefully help a lot of people. Great. Thanks so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. There goes. Hey, thank
0: you. I really enjoyed it, Dave. Thanks All so much. All
2: right. There goes Dr. Carl Zars, Z-A-R-S-E. And here we go with another edition, but join us next week for our annual Earth Day edition of Dr. Health. You don't want to miss that one chock full of information on how to have a healthy body and uh, planet at the same time. Health expert Steve Fraley joins us and lots of information there. Uh, If you want to go to the website, it's DrHealthRadio.com. Tonight is the rebroadcast of the morning show at the same time that you listen to in the morning. So uh, just tune us in on the station you're listening to right now. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm David Snow reminding you, it's not how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha, have a healthy week.